Hey friends, welcome to Sipping on the Sabbath. Get yourself a Bible, a responsible beverage, and let's talk about what it means to go to the gym with Jesus. So, good to have you along for the ride here today. Hope you got yourself a coffee or a tea or some other beverage. Even got myself some cookies today to enjoy with this episode. Thank you, Lynn Potvank. God bless you there for your generosity towards me. I looked up in preparation for this episode of Sipping on the Sabbath, eight different translations of the gospel that we have today from Matthew. And interestingly enough, five of the translations has Jesus saying, and this is verse 29, Matthew chapter 11, that he is gentle and humble. One translation read that I am gentle and lowly, while two translations, the New American Bible and the Dewey Reims Bible, has Jesus saying, I am meek and humble in heart. And it was the, the use of the word meek by Jesus that gave me pause. And I want to just break that open a little bit here today. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verse 29. The, the worldly version of meekness is somebody who is timid, you know, shy, submissive, compliant, tame. But Jesus, he is the Lion of Judah. I don't want to follow a timid, shy, compliant you know, easily impressionable uh, lion. I want to follow Jesus, who is himself, again, the Lion of Judah. So is there another definition, a scriptural, a spiritual a definition that we can use to understand what Jesus is getting at when he says, again, this is the New American translation and the Dewey Reims translation, that I am meek and humble in heart. Well, Luckily for you and me, there is. There is a different translation, a different definition that we can look at from a spiritual and scriptural point of view. And the word meek comes from the Greek praus, P-R-A-U-S, praus, which means a quiet, a gentle strength under control. And in fact, in ancient Greece, the war horses that were used in battles were trained to be praus, P-R-A-U-S. They were trained to keep their powerful strength under control. And Zechariah, who we meet in our first reading today, the prophet, he prophesied about the arrival of Jesus into Jerusalem. Not as a conquering marauding, you know, despot at the head of a destructive army, but instead as a meek savior who comes among us, who actually disarms his enemies with his quiet, gentle strength that is under control, his meekness. Because in, in Jesus, in his meekness, he doesn't need to impress. He instead blesses. He doesn't need to 
come flying in there you know make sure everybody knows i'm the big king of the hill here i'm the big cheese i'm the big boss man i'm going to show you how strong i am and intimidate you into compliance he doesn't do that instead he humbles himself and enters jerusalem on a donkey doesn't use the chariot doesn't use the war horses doesn't use the warriors bow that Zechariah talks about in the reading that we have here today because Jesus himself is the war horse. Jesus himself is yoked to our Father's will. It's his quiet, gentle strength that is under control. And to go to the gym with Jesus means that we allow him to be our personal trainer at the gym in how we are ourselves to grow in meekness. Time for one of Lynn's cookies. Hmm, amazing. <laughs> Can't have too many of these and go to the gym. Anyway, but for today, today's a special day, okay? So, many of you know that I have been running consistently for exercise now for over 20 years and more recently i have been adding a training at the local gym so that i can continue to you know grow in, in strength and the ability to continue to exercise for as long as i possibly can but just to build up strength and the only way i'm going to remain consistent to continue to get stronger or maintain the strength that I have is by work and by dying to myself. I need to do the reps, I need to do the stretches, I need to do the exercises. Plus, in terms of dying to myself, I can't be eating, <laughs> I can't be eating 10 of Lynn's beautiful chocolate chip gluten-free cookies before going to bed at night Otherwise, I'm not going to sleep well, and the next day, I'm not going to be very good to anybody. So, I need to do the work. It works if you work it, and I won't if you don't, so do it. And Nike has made millions of dollars convincing us to do it. Plus, I have to die to myself. Am I willing to put up with the, the sacrifice, uh, the discipline, the monotony, the occasional boredom? I am because I know I'm getting stronger and I'm getting healthier and I want to stay strong. I want to stay healthy, not for a personal selfish reason, but instead so that I can be more useful to God in doing what he would have me do and being available to serve my fellows. So with my cooperation and God's inspiration, and doing what needs to be done and continuing to die to self, making decisions that are good, I am, over a period of time, developing a quiet, gentle strength that's under control. But like you, I need God's grace. I need God's grace for this so that the physical, quiet, gentle strength that I am building up and maintaining is translated then into this spiritual life. I am growing in spiritual meekness, but I need to go to the gym. I need to go to the gym with Jesus. Now, 
I'm sure many of us have heard the important rule of lifting with your legs and pulling with your back. But sometimes I forget this. Maybe you forget it too. And what happens when we don't do exercises properly? We get injured. And then we can get away from doing regular exercise. And it's hard to get back. Sir Isaac Newton's first rule of motion, objects at rest tend to stay at rest unless they are, they are or come under some kind of outside influence that acts upon them. Just like a ball, just like a, a log, so with us. We tend to stay put <laughs> unless some outside force acts upon us to get us to move. And the Holy Spirit, he is the outside force we need to get us off the couch. And so we want to enroll in the gym with Jesus. And he is a very good trainer. He does the exercises along with us. He joins his quiet, gentle strength to ours. Truth be told, Jesus does far more of the work than we do because he's far stronger than we are, but we do our part. And by cooperating with God's grace, cooperating with the inspiration and power of the Holy Spirit who moves us, and the Holy Spirit is always spirating, that is, he's an extrovert, he's moving us outwards, we enroll in the gym with Jesus and we follow his directions. I don't always know what's best for me. Maybe you can identify with that. And so I need to follow the Lord's directions. Lord, what would you have me do? Lord, how would you have me serve you and my fellows today? And I want to grow not only in physical strength and stay healthy, but more importantly, spiritually, to grow in meekness. Meekness is not weakness. Meekness is this gentle, quiet strength under control, and I need the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to move me. He is the force that acts upon me and moves me forward. So I want to follow the directions of Jesus. And in today's gospel, we're looking at Matthew chapter 11, the Lord gives us very clear directions and invitations to follow, to grow in spiritual meekness. He says, first of all, come to me. What a, what a beautiful, personal, intimate invitation that is. Keeping in mind that, well, like the life of the disciples, who were themselves sent out, before the Lord said, go, he first says, come. The Lord says, come to me. Allow me to minister to you. Do I instead sometimes look for the softer, easier way? Do I focus on ease and comfort? And am I finding myself more inclined to go after the quick fix? People, places, or things? Have I accepted the truth that to come to Jesus, to follow Jesus, to take up my yoke with Jesus, as he invites us in today's gospel, it will involve sacrifice. It will involve dying to oneself. The lie of the world is that you can have whatever you want. You can be whatever you want, but you don't have to sacrifice anything. But that's a lie. 
to grow in the spiritual life, to grow closer to Jesus, to go become more like Jesus, is to, like himself, die on the cross. But we resurrect to new life, as he himself did. Come to me, he says, you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens. Maybe we can identify with that. Maybe we are ourselves experiencing weariness and a burden in our life. And I always pray for those who are carrying particular burdens in their life. Where does this weariness come from? Well, to share with you honestly from my own life, I find myself becoming weary when I'm trying to make it all happen by myself. When I think that things need to correspond to my will. And if people, places, and things would just do what I want them to do, oh, life would be great. But that's not the reality of life, is it? Unrealistic expectations. Or perhaps, to speak of an image from exercise, in the physical life, we're doing things too far, too fast, too soon. The three dangerous twos. And so we come before the Lord. And the Lord is saying to us, asking us, like, what are you carrying? And why are you carrying that? I'm not asking you to carry that. And will you let that go? Could it be anger, resentment, jealousy, hatred, shame, guilt, whatever it is that we're carrying around. Like when I go to the gym, I do a set of weights. I don't keep carrying those weights around with me all over the place. I put them back on the rack. I let them go. Let someone else uh, use them. But the things that we're carrying around, the Lord says, will you just give those to me? People, places, things, circumstances that we find wearisome, that we find burdensome, the Lord's saying, just let them go. Give them to me. And twice in the excerpt we have today from Matthew's Gospel, Jesus talks about rest. He says, I will give you rest. You will find rest. What is rest? Rest is important. I mean, even God himself rested. He rested on the seventh day after creation. Rest is not sleeping all day. Rest is not lying on the couch, you know, and binge watching F1 Drive to Survive <laughs> on Netflix, which is a very good show, by the way. But that's not rest, nor is rest, you know, aimlessly scrolling on our phone through social media. Where do we find rest? We find rest when we're living in the truth of who we are. A number of episodes ago, I spoke about the I am statements that we need to root ourselves into. Jesus, in John's Gospel, gives his own I am statements. He was so intricately combined and, and, and connected with the will of our Father, he knew who he was. Have I yet asked the Lord to make me aware of the I am statements that are the truths, the, the anchors, the foundation of my life. And I want to live in those truths. So often we can be tempted to look to other people or places or things again to find our identity. Jesus tells us who we are. 
I want to root myself in that truth. I am a beloved daughter, a beloved son of God, my father. And I have a gold-plated membership to the best gym there ever is. <laughs> Spiritual gymnasium of, of Jesus. Take my yoke upon you, he says. These are all the, the, the invitations, the encouragements the Lord's giving to us, the exercises we do with Jesus at his gym and grow in the spiritual gift of meekness. My yoke upon you. Jesus is yoked to his Father's will. Yoke is a contraption that keeps two beasts of burden close by, and the power of the two of them together allow them to carry or pull a plow or move a heavy weight with the strength of their back. And Jesus himself is yoked with us, and because he is more powerful than we are, he is pulling more of the weight than we are. But he joins himself to us as a coach. He is encouraging us. He's right there and beside us all the way. He's not some, you know, angry gaffer on the touchline, like blowing the whistle and yelling at us. But he is personally yoked with us. And when we are together with Jesus, like two beasts of burden, two oxen that are yoked together, we're face to face. We're eye to eye with Jesus. He's right there with us, up close and very personal. Learn from me, the Lord goes on to say. Am I teachable? Am I always willing to learn and grow? Some AA wisdom. If you are ripe, you're rotten. If you're green, you're growing. So stay green like a banana, right? <laughs> I want to continue to grow. I'm, I, I'm, I'm always learning, stepping out in faith, asking for help, trying things. If something doesn't work, well, okay, it's a mistake. It doesn't mean I'm a mistake. It just means I've learned something today. This doesn't really work. And so, praise God, I can try something different. The, the routine I have built up over the last little while of the exercises I do at the gym, most of it has been learnt just by observing other people. I see someone doing something, it's like, oh, that looks like it's pretty good, so I'll try that once they're no longer watching me. <laughs> and then I adopt it and I make it part of my routine. I'm humble enough to admit that I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything. Thank God for that, but I'm willing to learn. The Lord says, I am gentle and humble in heart. Again, this spiritual meekness, this quiet, gentle strength under control. The Lord's not some lughead, you know, at the gym who's grunting and groaning and making sure everybody's paying attention to them and then, you know, dropping weights on the floor like some... Anyway, you know the type. <laughs> That's not Jesus, and I don't want to be one of them. Anyway, he is gentle, he is humble in heart, and I want to learn how to be gentle and humble in heart like Jesus. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's not easy 
or light when we do it alone. Self-will, not asking for help. But it is easy and it is light when we're doing the exercises with Jesus. Again, the lie of the world. You can have whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. You can be completely ripped. You can be, you know, an amazing athlete and you don't have to sacrifice anything. You don't have to get off the couch. You can eat these special cheesies, you know, and these low calorie cheesies actually caused you to lose weight. You don't have to do any exercise at all. That's a lie. I want to renounce that. I want to live in the truth that to be a follower of Jesus, to enroll in the gym with Jesus, is to do exercises with Jesus. And those exercises will help us grow. Yes, they will involve sacrifice and discipline and dying to oneself. But the end result is that we grow in spiritual meekness. This quiet, gentle strength under control and imitation of the Lord. I'm willing to do things to benefit me physically. Am I praying for the grace to do what needs to be done so I can grow spiritually? Time for one, <laughs> another piece of Lynn's cookie. <laughs> They're amazing. Anyway, all this talk about denial and dying to oneself and I'm standing here eating a cookie. Anyway, you get my point. Lastly, St. Paul, the second reading we have here today from, from Romans, he reminds us that, again, the Holy Spirit is, is, is the one that we need. He is the one whose power, whose grace provides us with what we need to grow in meekness. He is the outside force that we need to get us moving in the spiritual life. And so if we are weary, if we're here today feeling burdened, we let Jesus minister to us. Again, I, I've met I meet a lot of people and people, you know, spontaneous meetings, arranged meetings. I like meeting people. And a number of individuals will say to me, you know, that they think they have to get their whole life organized or kind of figured out or perfect before they can come to Jesus or before they let Jesus into the life, into their, into the house of their life. But that's not true. Jesus just waits for us to give him permission to come into our life. And then he desires to minister to us massage our hearts, massage our muscles, heal whatever has injured us. The Lord, in the psalm we have today, this is Psalm 145, he says to us that he is gracious and merciful. He is slow to anger. He is abounding, he says, in steadfast love. He upholds all of us who are falling and raises us who are bowed down. That is the coach that we have. That is Jesus. When we enroll in the gym with Jesus and cooperate with his grace and the power of the Holy Spirit and do the exercise we need to do, we will grow in meekness and we will have, like him, this quiet, gentle strength under control that we place at the disposal of the Lord. 
because the Lord has a particular work, a particular ministry for each of us. And he's inviting us to step out in faith with him and to do that and to rely upon the grace he offers to us. But we have to do our part. Grace builds on nature. And if my nature is such that I desire to cooperate with the Lord, he will make sure we are given the grace to do just that. The Lord does not inspire something in us without offering us the corresponding grace to do it. So, what are some exercises that we can do at the gym with Jesus to grow in meekness? Number one, believe. Believe in the love that God has for each of us, no matter what. No matter what, the Lord never stops loving us. Secondly, know that he is always with us in every circumstance of life. Again, many of our contemporaries think, well, God's only with me in the good times. What am I doing wrong? Life happens. Life takes all kinds of different turns. But the Lord is with us in each and every circumstance. We are not orphans. I don't want to act like an orphan, grabbing, you know, people, places, things to find my satisfaction, my purpose, my meaning, my direction. The Lord is with us at all times, and he wants us to tap into his strength. The exercises we do, we do with him, and he's a wonderful coach. He's a wonderful personal trainer. Ask. The next exercise here. Ask, ask specifically for the grace of meekness. Say, Lord, help me to be meek as you are meek, with quiet, gentle strength that is under control. Next, think, <laughs> think, 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 think before we speak. <laughs> Sometimes we have to count to ten. Sometimes we have to bite our tongue. And I got a whole bunch... <laughs> whole bunch of scars in my tongue over the course of the years that I have been trying to grow in meekness. God help me. Just bite my tongue, count to ten, think before we say something. Because once the words come out of our mouth, oh, there they are. I can't, can't put them back in. Calmly respond. Don't react, especially in anger. Someone waves a white flag at us, excuse me, a red flag at us. The opposite of white flag. White flag is I'm surrendering to you. The red flag is I'm going to stir you up, right? Don't react to that. Just stay calm. Pray for the grace and respond. Remember the advice that Aaron Burr gave to Alexander Hamilton, if you've seen the stage play Hamilton. Talk less, smile more. Talk less, smile more. And finally, be the ass that Jesus rode upon into Jerusalem. Jesus used the ass, the donkey, to ride into Jerusalem. Jesus needs an ass, a donkey, a vehicle, a mode of transport to bring him to others. Jesus, I want to be the ass, I want to be the donkey, I want to be the vehicle, I want to be the transport that you use 
so that you can be brought via myself to others, which in essence is basically what an evangelist is. Okay, the cookie's all gone. The coffee's all gone. Perfect timing. Let's pray. So Lord Jesus, we do uh, thank you for the gift of this day. We thank you, Jesus, for all the subscribers to this channel, those who are watching, those who are listening, Lord. Lord, we come before you just as we are. We thank you, Lord, for this encouraging word. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your invitation to come to you. We come to you, Lord Jesus. We are weary. We are burdened. We repent, Lord, of any ways which you have tried to control things, manage things, live according to our own will. I want to surrender all that over to you, Jesus. And we choose today, Lord, to enroll. We choose today, Jesus, to get a membership at your gym. We want, Jesus, to do with you the exercises needed so that we can grow with you in meekness. Help us, Lord, to have this quiet, gentle strength under control that we place at your disposal, Lord. Lord, what would you have us do? And Jesus, give us your power, your grace to carry that out because we don't have the power, Lord. Mother Mary, St. Joseph, our own guardian angels, patron saints, please pray for us, especially anyone carrying a particularly heavy burden that you would minister to them in a special way right now, Lord, that already begin to feel the healing, relieving effects of your grace in their life. Anyone watching or listening who's been away from you for, from confession, Lord, in a long time, that you would gently call them back to yourself, that they too, Jesus, would know the healing and redeeming effects of your forgiveness through this sacrament in their life. Amen. Okay, well, there you go. God bless the rest of your day there. Remember, when we're powerless, that's when we're strong. Victory is indeed gained through surrender. Stay caffeinated. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Until next time, bye-bye.